Hi guys. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And this is Sal. Welcome to Chai and Chips. It's a little bit different. Uh, again, this week we're in lockdown. Yes, I'm not actually stuck in a box. I'm actually talking through a phone. Can you actually hear me, Sal? Uh, no, I can't. Be truthful here. She's stuck in the phone. I managed to find a way of sticking Are her in there. you muting me every time you're recording? I'm trying to mute you, mute you but I bloody can't. <laughs> so, uh, Mrs. Ash. Yes, Mrs. Sal. How has your week been? Uh, tell me about your week. Oh, uh, um... No, I've been having a torrid week. Oh no, what's happened? Brace yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, Sorry, I mustn't laugh. I'm a serious. Sorry, I do apologize. What? Sorry, I'm going to have some water. Lack no, of sympathy. Sorry, Sal, what happened? Is that fake sympathy? You're going to have to do better than that. Okay, sorry. I can't. Okay, go on. Tell so, me. <laughs> I obviously had a busy week because I'm working from home. And yeah. i very, very tired. I can't tell you why. Absolutely exhausted. I went down to my kitchen and uh, I thought that I'd, I'd give my kitchen a quick clean, clean the kitchen and mop the floor. Uh, first thing in the morning? Uh, well, for me these days it is first thing in the morning, but actually it was probably mid-morning around 10 o'clock. <laughs> um, and as you recall, I broke my mop. Do you remember when I was wrestling with it? Oh, yeah. And you my... managed to do a brilliant job of uh, cleaning your carpet with it, though. I, I did. Fantastic. I was impressed when I got that photo. I was like, whoa, you managed that with a broken mop? Yeah, I did. Broke the mop. And my husband, you know, sort of being very organised. It's yeah. been a week and I haven't had a new mop yet, but apparently I'm getting one. That's your fault, Mike. Whatever. You can't decide which mop you want. Don't blame him. I brushed my floor and thought I'd, I'd, I'd give it a good mopping as well. Yeah. Uh, with a broken mop, which is broken in half. So, obviously, wringing it out was very difficult. So, I mopped the floor. And I've got this little... Do you remember that I've got this little drawer with got miscellaneous stuff in there? And it's a plastic one that I move it around and put my junk in there. I thought I'd mop underneath it and around it. And because... In the, the kitchen, yeah? Yeah, in the kitchen. So because the mop was quite soggy, mm-hmm. because obviously I'd broken it and I couldn't wring it properly, uh, I left a little space between my kitchen units and this my junk drawer. Mm-hmm. Then I realised, after completely soaking and drenching the floor, that I was actually starving and I needed some coffee. Okay. Only to realise that actually I'd, I'd run out of coffee. So. Oh no. Yeah. So. You mean completely run out of coffee? You didn't have any coffee left at home? Well, I had coffee at home. It's just that it was in the loft. Oh, gosh. Okay. What a palaver. Yeah, so I hauled my ass up the stairs. And you've uh, got, like, a very big house, so you had to go all the way upstairs. All the way upstairs. All the way up into the loft. Yeah, and I'm scared of heights. <laughs> oh, no. So I grabbed the coffee, and I was like, yeah! Grabbed the coffee, came downstairs. Obviously, you have vertigo, don't you? Yeah. But do, do you find that you get dizzy when you're going up the ladder to your loft? No, my feet feel funny. It's really odd. I feel something in my feet. Do your knees knock when you go up into the loft? No, but, like, I'm close to wetting myself. Oh, God. <laughs> so... You're committed on getting this coffee, then. Oh, I was desperate. I came down and I thought to myself, how am I going to get this, this coffee? It's one of those recyclable thingies. How am I going to get it in there? So... Very I, green conscious of you? No, it was just... I don't know, to be Is honest. Enough yeah, probably. <laughs> I can't remember. So, I, I, I mean, I, I had attempted initially, I'll be honest with you, to try and get the coffee in there using a funnel. Mm-hmm. But it... Coffee granules got stuck in the funnel and didn't come out. What a pathetic funnel. So. Or did you just dash the whole thing in? <laughs> I don't know what happened. So it got stuck. And no matter how much I shook it, yes. they wouldn't come loose. And, and you can imagine I'm compacted desperate for coffee. coffee into the funnel then. <laughs> Sorry? You compacted all the coffee into I the shoved funnel. it right in there. <laughs> but it won't come out. So I was very frustrated. So I thought, look, I'm just going to dunk it in there. And the whole point of the funnel was to keep it neat. But anyway, I, I dunked it in there and I don't know what happened to the flipping bag, but the whole thing landed everywhere but in the jar. Oh, no. So that included on the surface, 
on my newly mopped and drenched floor. Oh God! And in between, obviously, my junk drawer it's and espresso everywhere. Yeah, in between my my junk drawer and the units, and it was like the coffee landed actually on the floor. The ah water expand. <laughs> so the coffee had gone in there and lounged in the water and just sort of spread everywhere. So you know me. Um, and well, not as bad as you love. I started to grind my teeth thinking, I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to swear. So I cleaned up my floor. Well done, you though. Well done, me. I know, fabulous. Cleaned up my floor. Now gasping for coffee. So then I finally made the coffee, went into the fridge, poured the milk in it. And as I turned, I realised that the milk was off. Oh, no. It was off. And there was this grotesque little flipping things floating around. Split milk all in there. Yeah. Oh, no. I tipped it over, washed the mug out, got some fresh milk, made myself some coffee. While spilling the coffee liberally, you know, the actual made coffee liberally everywhere, I thought... So you sloshed it everywhere? Oh, sloshed it everywhere. I thought, fuck am I cleaning this? I've done enough cleaning for a week. <laughs> I bought it upstairs. Yeah. Um, and I had a couple of sips. thought, wow, it's worth it. <sighs> so... Finally. Yeah. So I pulled up my chairs thinking, right, I'm going to return some of my clients' calls. And I, I, I put the mug down. And then I thought I'd little organise my little desk. Fuck me if I know what happened. But I knocked that fucking coffee. <gasps> it went, seriously, it went all over my desk, all over my files, all over my pin sentry and oh, ran down no. my desk onto my carpet. <laughs> then I couldn't stop it. Then my fucking swears exploded like a fucking pimple and it just went fucking everywhere. Oh, fucking <laughs> like I was... <laughs> Sorry? Oh, no. I was pissed. That so, was one expensive cup of coffee. It was just, what can I tell you? What did you do after that then? Did you actually manage, what did you like say, that's it, I, I'm not going to have any more coffee now, did you? Or did you actually go downstairs and make yourself? No, I <laughs> didn't make myself another coffee, sat there, returned my client's calls and was grumpy as shit on the phone. <laughs> you know, I was like, what the hell do you want? Do you need help? Why? You want an update? I ain't got one for you. How's that for you? It's a bit more politer than that. You know how you say, who's spatting your coffee? When someone's in a bad mood. Yeah. Sounds like, well, I don't care because I didn't actually get any coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Get care, man. Who's vaccine, honestly? Guess I'm going to book a lot of Oh. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, my no. gosh. And I thought I was having it bad. Why? You know, because I've been... Well, I tried attacking my back garden last time, so I'm yeah. going to go towards the front. I went into my front garden, and there was there's a long channel where there's some gravel that's been put there to hide the cable that was installed by Virgin. Virgin Media, for those Virgin people who don't know. And they've just put a tiny bit of gravel on. So mm. I told Mr. Ash to go and get some more gravel. And I thought I'd hide the cable. But mm. the cable's been there for such a long time that it's all been distorted, you know, through due to uh, weather exposure. Yes. And it's made out of, I don't know, plastic rubber. Or I don't know what the heck is made out of dog hairs. <laughs> dog hairs. <laughs> it's all bent. Sorry, which means, well, it means like a tail, uh, a dog's, dog's tail, tail, which is constantly bent. You can't straighten a dog's tail, is what it means. Kutetidum is literally a dog's tail, so it's bent. So, so I'm just explaining it for people who don't understand that. Thank you very much, and I'm very <laughs> grateful. So here I am, I'm trying to put all this gravel on top of it. First of all, I tried to cut like a channel into the ground so that I could actually push the, the wire into the ground as much as I could, and whatever gravel I did have... I tried to push over it, but the, because it was so bent, I'd push it from one end, and I got halfway, and I thought, right, I've managed to get it all the way there, and I put the gravel on top. I went a little bit forward, and all the other cables,
table that went in all consequently popped back out. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, I've been here for ages. I managed to hide one, turned around, and it's popped, up, popped out. Oh, and shit. Then, as I was trying to push it in, I was praying on that day. My scarf fell off. Oh, shit. <laughs> comedy film. I'm like, how do women wear scarves all day and get all of their wigs? And I pin it on and then it falls off and it moves and it goes all over the place. I can't handle a scarf, I'll be honest with you. Neither and can I, to be honest. every time I was trying to get this cable to hide, and I, you know what, at one point, Sal, I actually thought I managed to, I've done, I've done a good job. <laughs> and it was only a tiny bit. I should have just left it. Why did you leave it? But you've got and that. I pushed it. The whole thing went from the other end and came flying up. But don't you have um, gravel as well on top of it? Yes. Didn't that go flying? Ash didn't get me enough. <laughs> I was trying my best to hide, oh, hide it strategically as much as I could. But, you know, you've got to remember the cable was bent as well. Yeah. And it just it just did not want to play. Initially, I was there thinking, okay, I'm out in public. My neighbours can see me. So I laughed at myself. <laughs> so I swore a little bit, a little bit. Ho, ho, ho. And I was like, you know what? Okay, FBI. And I walked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it was a whole, what was it, half an hour or an hour wasted. And I bet you all of the neighbours were looking from their windows having a proper laugh at me. So annoyed, I thought, okay, everybody has got these cables, you can see this after cable, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Walked off. And then oh, no. I just shouted at Mr. Ash because it's his fault. And he was like, what? I got you the gravel. You didn't get me enough, did you? What did you expect? A skip full? <laughs> I don't care, it's his fault. Even when it's not his fault. Good. I agree with you. <laughs> I 100% agree. Who dares to disagree with you? I certainly don't. <laughs> but I tell you, you have my sympathy. Imagine struggling for that long, only for the other, other end to come flying out. I'm, I swear you look worse than before now. Shabash. Yeah, well thank done. Thank you. Pat on the well back. done. Take a bow. I think I actually deserve that flipping Fitty Moore Award. <laughs> and the Fitty Moore Award goes to oh, Ash. Dun, 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 Ash. And what this a... is my first one and I dedicated to Sal. <laughs> Cheeky son. No, you can't have it. I don't want it. You can have it. <laughs> you can have it. You can smoke it. You can have a dance with it. <laughs> so you've had so, a torrid. I, I uh, heard you kicking away there. Have you got your new story, Sal? Oh, I have. I've got a new story. Go on then. Hit me with it. Yeah, so I have a really interesting uh, new story, Ash. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important and it highlights a lot of discrimination that many women face in our society today. I think I'll, 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 you know, like normally we don't read the type, the, the whole story, but I think this merits uh, reading the whole story because I think it, it points to a lot of discrimination uh, and, uh, that women face in our society. It must have some very poignant points then. It does, it does. And I'm all ears, hit me with it. You're all ears and noses and noses. Okay. A woman who claims to be in a relationship with a 92-year-old chandelier has oh, lost a discrimination <laughs> case ag- <laughs> against the sun. Hang on. A woman who claims to be in a relationship with a 92-year-old chandelier has lost a discrimination case against the Sun. Against the what? The Sun. The Sun newspaper. Okay. I thought you meant the Sun Sun then. Mm. She's in a relationship with the chandelier. Well, exactly. (laughs) Amanda Liberty says her sexual orientation is an attraction to inanimate objects which has been described in one academic paper as objectum sexual. Wow. Objective sexual? Objectum. Mm-hmm. She's spoken out about an unusual love story in, in the media previously, saying... Giving it a Latin name doesn't make it sound any more sensible, you know. This is the problem with our society. Mm-hmm. Women are judged 
for their sexual orientation. Okay. She can, everybody is free to she love. She can shag that chandelier or she can shag the door knob. Whatever they wish. I said everybody is free to love whomever or whatever they wish, even uh, if it is a 92-year-old chandelier. <laughs> Let's say that in language that Sal understands. Uh, in other words, that she's free to boink uh, a 92-year-old chandelier if she so chooses. Which bit is she boinking exactly? Probably the pointy bit anyway. <laughs> Chandelier is completely pointy, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, she has she has choice. She gets bored. She gets into another position. Anyway, move along. Oh, how come she hasn't impaled herself already? Why are these questions coming to me? Anyway, come on. Yes. She has spoken out about her unusual love story in the media previously, saying she planned to have a commitment ceremony to the to Lumiere. It's called the chandelier is called Lumiere huh? to show that my love is going to last. Miss Liberty from Leeds was featured in The Sun when columnist Jane Moore wrote an annual awards column for 2019. She awarded the Dagenham Award, two stops past barking, saying she, that saying she, i.e. Jane, had married a chandelier-style light-fitting and asked whether she was dim and dimmer. She complained, i.e. Jane, to the Independent Press Standards Organisation that The Sun had breached Clause 12 of its Editor's Code of Practice. She said that by awarding her the Dagenham Award and asked whether she was dim and dimmer, the article was pejorative to her sexual orientation. As well, she said she was not married to the chandelier, but merely in a relationship with it. Yeah, uh, get the facts straight, yeah? Yeah, exactly. So that was the issue. Absolutely, not that she was boinking a chandelier. Um, the son opposed Miss Liberty's complaint, arguing that sexual orientation in the context of Clause 12 covered people who were attracted to people of the same sex, the opposite sex, or both, not people who were attracted to objects. Obviously, her, her claim was dismissed, and they said, as such, the claimant's attraction to an object did not fall within the definition of sexual orientation as provided by Clause 12. So, she has a very fulfilling... You know what? I'm sorry, I'm going to come back to this, because I can't get my head around it. Go on. So she's in a relationship with a chandelier, yeah? Yes. Has that chandelier been about a bit? In which case, it's probably got an STD. <laughs> now, does an STD with a chandelier result in her getting ripped a new one? I've thought about it to that extent. But, I mean, it's probably quite dusty. Does that count as an SDT, STD, S whatever it is? STD. Ah, <laughs> oh, I don't know what to make of that one. I mean, what does she? How did she fall in love with this chandelier? Like, was she just going around and then none of the other bulbs and light things were doing it for her, and all of a sudden she came across this and thought, ooh la la. There's a picture of her snogging it, actually, Ash. Are you kidding me? Not a word, not oh, a word of a I think, I, I know, I think we should share this to our Facebook page for our lovely listeners because we care about them. But she's snogging it. But the thing is, Ash, thank God she didn't fall in love with a candle. Can you imagine her tripping the light? Fantastic with that. She literally light her ass on fire. <laughs> it stuck up there, wouldn't come back again. <laughs> You'd fucking burn up there as well, love. <laughs> it's You give a new meaning to Agalagi. <laughs> 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 you better translate that. <laughs> oh, goodness me. There's a lot of passion and that love is very hot then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very hot. Well, I mean, the chandelier gets quite hot as well, I'm assuming. So at what point would she say that it's dead? Is it when, is it when like, there's an electric outage or how does this work? Uh, it's an object. She doesn't say it's alive, is it? She's in, she's in love with an object. So how can you fall in love with a chandelier? I don't know. Miss Ash, she's kissing it. I, to be honest with you, I'm actually rather worried for the chandelier, to be frank. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> but, but you know, she's got options, Ash. Yes. She has options. I mean, she can boink whichever part of the chandelier she fancies. Sorry, I know I'm crass, but, you know, I don't know what else to say to you. I mean, she must be doing something with that chandelier apart from snogging it. So the case has actually been thrown out. It's been thrown out. Because the, the problem wasn't the fact that they, 
They said dim and dimmer. The problem was she was saying that she was discriminated against? Because it was an object, not because she was called dim. No, because she said that it was a sexual orientation and that she was discriminated against by giving the award. It's quite a funny award. It's called the Dagenham Award. Two stops past barking. In other words, it's insane. Yes. It's, it's similar. I don't know whether you read this, but it's similar to that lady who came on Good Morning about two or three years ago mm-hmm. who uh, said to uh, Philip Schofield and that whatever, Holly Willoughby, is it? Yeah. Said to her that she was in a, she was in a relationship with a ghost and was going to marry him and she wanted to have his babies. A ghost. Ghost babies, yeah. In fact, if I find it, I'll also post that on our Facebook page for you, for our wonderful listeners, because, you know, that's what we are in it. And she wanted to marry and have its babies, which which led me to believe or led me to think that, well, how does she know she's having babies? Because they're ghost babies. Do they just come out of her? Does she go into labor or do they just, she sneezes and they come out? <laughs> I mean. Well, on that lucid point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it lucid? That's I can't even say it's lucid. <laughs> Sorry. Enlightening. <laughs> yes. So, this going to so I mean, going to pot, it? it is going to pop, but Ash, this this proves something. What is that? That people are bored. <laughs> people are clearly bored, but we live in a society where people can do what they want, when they want, how they want. So if you want to boink your garden gate, you can do it and nobody can say anything because it's your sexual orientation. So... <laughs> Do you know it highlights that we all have, you know? We, you know what? This is we've got too much time on our hands. <laughs> they're not being able to form uh, relationships with people, and they're looking at objects. It's like certain men objectify their cars, don't they? Well, they started by objectifying women. Then they went to objectifying. No, they actually some men take more care of their cars, don't they, than they do of their wives. Yeah. We've become so materialistic that we're actually getting into a relationship with objects. I really think that there's something wrong with this woman and every other person who has a relationship with an object. I agree. Okay, so this lady who fell in love with the chandelier, she fell in love with an object. What about that woman who fell in love with a ghost? I mean, apparently the ghost... I'm not, I'm not getting this wrong now. She said the ghost was a pirate. If if I'm get, not getting the articles mixed up. Maybe but, she's being haunted by one. What is it called now when a woman is in... It's a succubus, isn't it? Or is it an incubus? One of those. It depends on where you are. Maybe it is a succubus or whatever it is. Bus. bus. The number eight bus. Whatever it's it is. Bus, bus. Do you know what? On the phone, it sounds like you're saying succubus. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah, are you in a relationship with the bus now, so? <laughs> no, it doesn't do it for me, I'm afraid. But yeah, so... Moving on swiftly. <laughs> yeah, very, very swiftly. You don't want to get me started on that. Well, actually, we're still... You don't want to get you started on that, so let's move... So should we go on to giving our FITIMO award? Yes, let's give her a FITIMO award. Now, I'm wondering, Ash, since you haven't spoken to me about this, as to whether the lady who scored a hat-trick, the lady who shall not be named, who scored a hat-trick, I'm wondering whether she's going to go one better and get four. Do you know what? There is a bit of a connection. Because the person who won it last time, it's actually who we call is her father, one of her dads. I see. He's managed to get it this time round. So you know who it is. So can we have drum rolls, please? It's Boris Johnson! Woohoo! Well done, well done, well, well done. done. Boris, he managed it finally. Yeah, he got the seat. Yeah, try, was, try, try again. Master Charles just get, getting in the way. So okay. uh, now that uh, he's come back, he's come back with a bang. Oh no, he's come back with... Squidge. Big, yeah. <laughs> you know how we normally end it with a big hand for them? Yeah. 
I think he deserves one right now. Okay. <sighs> nice. Well done. Yeah, he probably felt that right down to his toes. <laughs> or his arse, really, because that's where he's been um, sitting on recently. We'll be giving him one after we've actually delivered that award. Not delivered, finished the segment for him. Okay. But uh, let me give you some of the highlights up to why we're giving him this award. Number one, as the PM of the United Kingdom, he has thus far skipped all of the COVID-19 COBRA meetings until March. So they started from the 24th of January, now, and we've had five weeks of these meetings. Mm. And our PM, considering this is a national emergency, mm. only started attending in March. And very soon after that, this plonk actually, and it's, I don't know whether it is his fault or it's not his fault, he actually, because he wasn't even that serious about it, because he didn't bother to attend any of the meetings, mm. and now he probably understands why he should have attended those meetings, because then he wouldn't have probably ended up with coronavirus. Mm. Uh, he ended up with coronavirus subsequently and ended up in hospital, didn't he? He did, but didn't didn't Matt, didn't uh, Matt Hancock say that the risk to the UK was low? Oh yes, the risk was low. It was so low, in fact, that your own PM got it. Yeah, that's how low it was. Yeah, and his strategy was herd immunity, wasn't it? So how well did that work out for him? And that's exactly why uh, he probably ended up with it himself. Well, he wasn't he saying... right, because he needed to feel... This isn't right. I feel really bad for saying it as well, because nobody deserves to get coronavirus. He needed to be able to understand the seriousness and the implication of this. Because I take it back. I don't say certain right. I don't wish that he got it. He's got had a life lesson, though. Yeah, he's had a steep learning curve, whereby he now understands what it feels like to get coronavirus. And he was thinking that, oh, we'd get herd immunity. He wasn't testing anybody. He wasn't taking it seriously. He didn't have any lockdown. And he thought, well, okay, everybody's going to end up getting it. And the best strategy that this PM came up with was saying happy birthday twice when you sing your, uh, when you wash your hands. So just wash your hands, 20 seconds, and sing happy birthday to yourself twice. Didn't, that, didn't he say right up until March that even though there was the coronavirus going on, he was still shaking hands with people? I feel you know, you heard you you heard what he did with all the PPE, right? Oh yes, yes. Go on, tell me. Obviously, because the risk to the UK was low, and Mr. Johnson was obviously holidaying with his girlfriend in sunnier climes, mm-hmm. while while the country was going to shit. And what they did was, you know, the PPE that we had, mm-hmm. you know, the last two or three years. I don't know if you know this, but the 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 NHS they prepare for pandemics. They actually do. But since 2016, all that funding that was used for preparation of pandemics, that was considered not to be important. And that money was funneled out and used for Brexit because that was really important. Mm -hmm. So all that PPE equipment that they had, one wasn't enough anyway, but had a lot of it past its expiry date. So what did our intelligent government do? What was left, they scraped together and sent the whole lot to China. China. Uh, by the way, so can you just remind our listeners where all this PPE equipment is made? In China. In China. So equipment that is made in China and what little of it that was left in this country was funneled back to... China! China! Well done! Dun, dun, dun. And that is probably why, considering what Ms. Priti Patel said last week about PPE and whether it is actually working, whether it would work or not, and why she was saying that she was sorry that people were feeling that way. They're trying to now change the narrative over to whether masks are 
possibly helpful or not. Mm. Because there's a lack of any kind of protective equipment in this country. Mm. Now they're trying to change the narrative so that they don't look as bad. But they, that's not just the only failure, though, Sal. There's been a lack of testing, especially yeah. when the World Health Organization has said, test, test, test. And other countries, like South Korea, mm. have managed to gain control of coronavirus, considering they had the second largest number of deaths after China. Wow. And, and, and they did so much. Um, I've actually made a note of it here. Just today, uh, it came out on the news that the deaths in South Korea at the moment were in a single digit. Shoot, really? Single digit. Wow. Absorb that. And we have got hundreds of people dying every day. Well, the death toll is somewhere along along the lines of 15,400 now. Um, 16,060 today. Really? Yeah. But but do you remember, um, Ash, that they were saying that basically all this testing gear would be available and, you know, uh, you'd be able to sort of buy it in the shop or on Amazon, uh, you know, within two weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what happened, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So that debacle. Yeah, I mean, so the batch that they had imported from Europe that was contaminated with the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> so then they went and bought sixteen million uh, pounds worth of testing kits from China, and basically the Chinese authorities said either take it or leave it, and you got to pay up front for it. And the government was very confident that uh, if you listen to Boris the Clown, he was saying that within two weeks these kits will be available on Amazon and everywhere and pharmacies. So. Yeah, and we- five at the moment Sal. none of these tests are available but can you explain to us why they're not available well they're not available because as everything you get from china these testing kits don't work and we've expended 16 million 16 million pounds on kits that don't work well, we paid upfront for the six, 16 million pounds worth of kits yeah that don't work which are flawed or faulty yeah so do what did they get them off ebay does the eBay guarantee work here? How the heck did they get this? Do you know what? I think who they sent to get this kit. Who? Mr. Ash. <laughs> did they? <laughs> really? Mr. Ash. Or somebody like him. Because I tell you, whenever I send this, this man, whenever I send him to supermarket, well, normally what he does, he, he's, he tends to just go, and this is before the lockdown, so it's not at the moment, because we're very careful with the amount of stuff that we buy at the moment, mm. and he tends not to go out that often. This is prior to the lockdown. So, you know, after work or whatever, he would be like just passing by the supermarket and he would give me a call. And on the spur of the moment, oh, I'm at the supermarket, do you want anything? I'm like, okay, you haven't given me a second to actually go and check what we need and what we don't need. So he's like, okay, I'll, I'll explain to him. I'll say, okay, I'll need such and such thing, but make sure that you don't get, say, for example, if I said to him, I wanted peppers, and I said to him, I don't want green peppers, make sure that you get orange or red peppers, don't get the green peppers. Okay. And he'll say, okay, I'll make sure I don't do that. So then he comes back. I only ask for five things. He comes back with two carrier bags full. What pops out of one of those carrier bags? What, Ash? Not an orange pepper. Not a red pepper. But a busted green pepper. <laughs> 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 He's like, he only keeps that information in his head. Like, Absolutely right. The whole thing has been just a debacle, really. No, like, you know when 
all of this happened in South Korea. Within a week, they commissioned four labs to start making and developing tests. One of the labs managed to make an ineffective test, which is 95% efficient, which 95% is a very high number when you think about it. Yeah. Within 17 days, so, yeah. 17 days, wow. 97 laboratories were ready and producing those tests. So they, they made their own tests. Are you telling me that in England we don't have labs that can make these tests? Apparently, we have world-leading labs, apparently. And what are they making exactly? Anti-chafing cream for women that like to have uh, relationships with chandeliers. I suspect so. Either that or plasterers for ladies who love to have relationships with chandeliers. (laughs) But They don't actually have a lockdown in South Korea. I mean, they've managed it better. they're they're, They're very high on, you know, social distancing. Yes. And everybody is wearing masks because what we were discussing this earlier, I'd rather have a mask than no mask. Yes. Some form of protection is better than no protection. Yeah. And they're using their technology to figure out. So they're using GPS to map. So say somebody is positive, mm. then what they'll do is they check their GPS system on their phone and see exactly where they went. And an alarm or a notice will go to a local government body to let them know. So say they're positive and then mm. they're wandering out of quarantine. Yes. And then the government will know exactly where they are. Well, a local government person will know where they are. Mm. And just to ensure that they're keeping the distance from everybody else and to make sure that they get back home quickly. Okay. And also, anybody else who is close to them, they will know that this person has been tested positive. So everybody keeps a distance from everyone. But they only know who's got... COVID-19 is because they've got rigorous testing and that is exactly what the World Health Organization said was test, test, test and they said everybody isolate we went into quarantine lockdown late we did. remember when we went into lockdown I did all the other countries were already going into lockdown and we were thinking why are we not in lockdown herd immunity herd immunity I don't know if you heard, but, you know, Trumpet uh, was saying that uh, they're withholding funding for who, because they well, who the World Health Authority, because they they, they want uh, an investigation. Well, if that's the case, can we withhold Trumpet's funding then, considering because of him and his lack of action, I don't know how many hundreds and thousands of New Yorkers have died. I mean, he's been calling it the Chinese flu. Maybe he needs to get a whiff of, do the whole word a favour and get the Chinese flu and feck off. He doesn't even refer to it as a coronavirus. No. He calls it China virus. Is it your China virus, or yeah, or Chinese virus, something like that. Yeah. He needs to get the fucking virus, stick it up his NASA, and fucking do the world a favor and feck off. That guy has got blood on his hands. In Florida and Michigan and all those dumbass places, they've got flipping riots going on because they want the lockdown open. I mean, what planet are these guys on? Can they not see people it's because in there? The media is controlled, isn't it? So they're feeding these people the information that they want them to absorb and to take in. But they're they don't mainly... actually have any free independent media, or is it that they're just stupid? They're just no stupid. Idea? Because, you know, Trump actually thinks that there is no problem with climate change. So, you know, with the climate change, he goes, oh, no, all these scientists are wrong. Of course he's right, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah, that, he is very, very clever like that. But then, you know, um, all the stuff that he says... <sighs> The problem There's so is. Much I can say about Trump. Here you go. Let me just can give just you. Give Boris here, here, have a tissue. Have a can tissue. Can you it more with the head for it, please? 
Okay. After three. After three, I'm swinging my arm back as far as it'll go. One, two, two three. three. Oh fuck, Ash! I think I smacked him too hard. He went flying through your window. Oh shit! Oh, don't worry about it. We'll have to fix your window. He can sod off. <laughs> well done, well done, Boris. Well done. Now you gotta try and achieve the same as your daughter. Try and do another two, though it won't be hard. Yes. Are we going to end on... Oh, no. What am I saying? Why are you ending? Where are you going? Sorry, I was going to say, are we going to end on a joke? Because I needed a laugh. But uh, you're mushroom. Yes. Mushra. And you need to give me your full, your fact as well. Oh, my fact? <laughs> did I Wait. give you a fact last time? I can't even remember if I gave... Oh, yes, I did. I did give you a fact last time. You want to do the Can fact? I'll give you another one now. This is, now, everybody's listening how organised we actually are. Yes, uh, we're very organised. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. We're really organised. I, I, I barely got my knickers on on time, but... I'm here. <laughs> Are you sitting around without someone? <laughs> no, no, I'm definitely wearing them. I wouldn't be that undignified. So, Mrs. A. Yes, Mrs. S. Do you have a fact? I do have a fact. Woohoo! Hey! Did you know that Nintendo was founded more than a hundred years ago? Give over. Yeah. Nintendo, like the video game. 89, yeah. What? It's Nintendo, Wii and all of that. What did they make? Games. A brush? Nintendo Wii. Um, the Japanese company, gaming company, mm. uh, began operating as a card game business and slowly turned into a brand that we know about today. Wow. And when I first read this fact, and when I read that it was founded more than 100 years ago, me and my stupid brain thought, they had, they had computer games 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's really strange. Didn't you think that Nintendo was like just something that came about like 20 years ago? Yeah, like 30 years ago when yeah, Super Mario came on the scene. Ago. Not 100 years ago. Oh, I know. It's almost as old as you, really. Only a couple of years younger. You do this every time. You tell everybody my age. And here I am with my blooming dye, trying to dye my one hair. Well, you know, Ash, I mean, that's pretty cheap. Because if I'm honest with you, because I have three hairs, yeah. I have to use a lot more dye than you to so stop complaining. Are you ending up using, like, a whole tablespoon? Don't take the piss. I use, you use two tablespoons. You're bloody cheeky, you are. I have to dye my beard as well. Come on. No, no, don't do that. that, that it looks nice the way it is. Well, I'm thinking of curling it. <laughs> <laughs> you let it grow and you can have dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, at least I didn't tell everybody your truth, which is that you're a vampire. Creatures you know, the of the night. the whole reason that I'm in lockdown. Is because I am a vampire. Yeah, she's not really... And I haven't come out for a very long time. Yeah, it's not like she's allergic to garlic, but she's actually a vampire. I, I, I am a vampire. Yeah. And when you go onto our Facebook page, yeah. on Chai and Chips podcast on Facebook, you'll see my face and you can tell I'm a vampire. I mean, I, I can't even tell you the amount of people she's bitten. But you know what, though? You won't be able to see because um, I'm a vampire. You can't, you can't photograph me. So, who's the person that I'm standing with? A scarecrow. Who are you standing next to? Well, I was assuming it was you, to be fair. <laughs> it's 
Is it a scarecrow? You're probably one as well then. Is it, is it your stunt double? <laughs> <laughs> it's the ash double. Right then, moving on. One sec. Mrs A. Would you like to hear from our very, very anxious, anxious uh, listener who, who would like some advice? Of course. You know, we're so great at giving advice. I know. I mean, I, I, I don't mean to big us up like, but it's like whenever we give advice, people are like, give more, give more. <laughs> but we don't, we don't just hand out advice willy-nilly. We need to have a real good problem, something nice and juicy that we can get our teeth into. Yeah. And we're fair, we're fair, we're very fair. Really? And we look at everything before we give our advice. Ain't that we right, Ash? We just side with the person who's written this to us. We look at the whole picture. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Ash, have you got your listening ears on and your magic hat on? All right. I shall insert my other ear. Right. I'm ready to go. Have you inserted your dentures too? Do I need my dentures to listen? No, but you need them to talk, love. <laughs> well, I haven't had them in all day, so... Well, yeah. I mean, being a vampire so long, I mean, what happens? Do the teeth get blunt after a while? Right, I'm moving along because I'm going to get a slap on it when you see me. <laughs> right, I mean, everybody knows you're a bully, Ash. So, moving along. Dear Ash and Sal, like many people, I have been working from home. As much as my work is client-facing, I have to video call many of my clients and my colleagues from work. This morning, my partner came into the study and erupt- interrupted my meeting and asked in a loud voice whether I would like to have French toast for breakfast at 11.30. If that, if that was not embarrassing enough, I turned to find he was standing behind me in full view of the webcam in his old boxer shorts. In my attempt to cover the webcam, I knocked my laptop onto the floor and damaged it. <laughs> Later, my partner apologised and stated that in his defence, he had at least brushed his teeth before asking me. Despite this, I'm very angry at him and can't bring myself to forgive him. What should I do? Ash, I feel my heart sort uh, my of... My heart does go out for those people who were on the receiving end of this. I know. It's just... It's just <laughs> but what would they be thinking? I know. Somebody's just come in. I don't even know whether they managed to get the whole word out. Do you want some French toast? He must have just said, do you want some French? And then the computer went... <laughs> I know. I mean, can you imagine, you know, whoever was listening, they might have thought, wow, innuendo. Innuendo. I don't think there's no blooming innuendo. I think it's in your face, love. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if he's wearing... Oh, my God, he was wearing old boxer shorts. Do you think he had holes in and you could see his, see his dangleberries? If that was the case, that's just obscene. You'd get arrested. That's terrible. I mean, dangleberries and French... French what, could be anything. <laughs> it, could, <laughs> it could be a baguette, for all we know. <laughs> Do you know? But hang on. Yes. Let's get to see. I'm, I'm trying to put on Steve's hat now. So, she said that she hasn't forgiven him. No. I want to know... What is the issue here? What hasn't she forgiven him for? Is it because he didn't brush his teeth? In which case, I think he needs to make sure that he uses mouthwash next time. No, no. He did brush his teeth. Mm. I think he didn't floss. Oh, oh so it's flossing was the issue. Yeah. He's mentioned the brushing the teeth. Yeah. So do you think it was... A, or was it the fact that they were old boxes? Maybe he should have come in new boxes, in which case, love, you should have got him some You should have boxes. bought him some fucking new boxes. I have some new boxes. Yeah, I mean, you tight ass. And fucking oh, stop buying the no, cheap... I think I got it. Go on. It's because he offered her French toast. Right. Right. That's the reason why she hasn't forgiven him. It's because he offered her French toast. Okay. And I wouldn't forgive him either. How dare he? <gasps> How dare he offer her French toast? It's the calories, isn't it? It's, it's calorific. She's at home and he's offering her French toast. He wants her to be fat. He should have offered her something continental like, you know... Like an orange juice with a croissant and a cup of coffee. Or a grapefruit. Everybody in the office was watching. And he offered a French toast. 
with holy boxer shorts where you can see the dangleberries. I know. Oh, okay, so this is the twofold. Yeah. He should have got him some new boxer shorts. Yes. He should have flossed. Yes. And he should have offered her a croissant. Yes. I am a fucking amazing. I know. I mean. Uh, can we can we have some applause, please? Yes. What is that like a seal applauding for me? Fuck you. <laughs> so Ash. I think we're unanimous and say that we both agree. Yeah, we, it never happens often. Yeah, we both agree he's a selfish bastard. Selfish bastard. Yeah. There you bring friends. Yeah, and for that, we wouldn't fucking forgive him either. Never. And for that, you could chuck him out of the bedroom and he can go and sleep in a dog bed for a week. Yes, with his dangleberries. Yes, with his dangleberries. And his fucking holy boxes. And his cheap-ass flipping mouthwash that, that he got from the bargain basement shop. Yes, and he can take his toothbrush with him. Yeah, exactly. Ash, I think we're fantastic. I mean, don't tell anybody. Let's just whisper. I, I think we're amazing. I, I think we've just saved that money. I think we should work for Relate. Really, seriously, Ash, I think our listeners are thinking these two are... Don't speak too loud. Just whisper so they can't hear. But I know. We'll whisper a bit louder because I can't hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't whisper too much, love. So, was, that too, was that too low? That was too low even for my ears. So I'm thinking, yeah. between you and I, yeah. that they we, think... We can make I think we could fucking wipe the floor with Relate. We're so amazing. Our listeners are thinking, oh my God, these guys are fantastic. Where were they before? Single-handedly, I think we could save every problem. And not every problem. <laughs> we could not. I don't want to save problems. I want to save relationships. Yeah, we're amazing, Ash. I mean, literally, I mean, this problem, we solved it in two seconds flat. The yeah. whole issue was French toast. I know, isn't it? Fucking inconsiderate little ass. I mean, you're giving your wife French toast. What's all that about? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, anyway, high five. Bye-bye. Don't miss, don't miss, don't miss. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, sorry. Sir. Oh, my God, you give me a black high love. That hurt, man. <laughs> Actually, I think I tripped and gave myself one. Oh, Ash. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I know. So, uh, have we covered everything? No, I'm missing something. I'm missing something. Is it the lame joke? Yes, my day is not over. It is not complete until you have given me the lame joke. Right. This one, this one is more of a... It's less of a joke, more of information, more for general knowledge okay. to expand your already overly large brains that are pouring out of your ears and your nostrils. Okay. Though that could be earwax and snot. So, are you ready? Are you limber? Um, hang on. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to get up. My knee's jammed. <laughs> All right. Well, you are a vampire, clearly. My knee has seized. I was actually trying to limber up for you. One sec. I heard WD-40 works oh, amazing on oh, joints. Oh, it's going to crack. I'm going to sit down again. I'm not limbering up today. Are you not? No, sorry. Do you wanna... I'm sitting down again. Okay, take your dentures out then. Are you ready? Right. Okay. Hit me with it. I'll hit you with something. Ash. Yes, sir. Are you listening? I'm all ears down. Okay. Carry on, sir. What is the difference between bird flu and swine flu? Ah, uh, what is the difference between bird flu and swine flu? And swine flu. What? Do you know the difference? That one requires a treatment... And the other one requires an oinkment. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was more of a factoid than a joke. It's not general knowledge. So this show also imparts valuable knowledge. <laughs> Tweetment and oinkment. And an oinkment. You need to work for a Christmas card factory. I mean, Christmas cracker factory. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Oh, no, I'm that amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will you stop insulting me? That wasn't an insult, was it? That wasn't an insult. All oh, right, it's good. supposed to be a lame joke, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that people don't realise... You your vocation. Yeah, you're right. I did, didn't I? Yes. I did. You actually needed to work 
for Christmas crackers, you'd be amazing. But you're trying to say I'm bonkers. No, I said you're amazing. You said that I should work for Christmas crackers. Is that implying that because I'm crackers that I should work for them? Never mind. <laughs> I, I, you have to have a mind to mind. I don't have one today. I think lockdown is really getting to us now. We need to get out. We do. I mean, honestly, I mean, yesterday I was talking to my lamp. <laughs> you were talking to your lamp? I was talking to my lamp. I was saying, why are you not switching off? <laughs> I talk to everything in my house. I, I actually, oh my God, I've turned into one of those people. Next I'll be having a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> On that fantastic note, guys, please look out for our Facebook page. Uh, Also, our Instagram page, uh, which I don't know how to use. Please look at that. Please subscribe and like and share it to everybody so that you can spread the bonkers to everyone. Miss Ash, is there anything you would like to add from what I have missed? No, you have everything there. Uh, Please do give us some feedback. Yeah, give us some fantastic feedback. Uh, Email us. Our email is chyandchips at gmail.com. Follow us, please, on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Yep. And say hello. Pop your thoughts, what you thought about the show. Give us a bit of feedback. And also, if there is any advice that you'd like about any personal serious problems, let us know. Because as you've heard of the last we few weeks, amazing. we are fantastic. Um, and we don't want to blow our own trumpet. I'm tooting my own horn here. Don't tweet it too much, love. We don't want to come across as big-headed. But, yeah, I mean, not being too big-headed, but I suspect that we will probably put Relate and other counselling services out of business with our awesome advice. So if there's any advice that you'd like, please pop it on an email, send it through, and we'll endeavour to answer it with our usual intelligence uh, and seriousness. Yeah. Ash, I thought that was a fantastic... That was a good talk. Yeah, I thought that was a fantastic talk. Uh, guys, we will see you later. Until next same time. Same time, same place. Yep. Um, and uh, I better go and wash this uh, cup of tea out now. Yeah, I think mine's turned to cheese. So anyway, guys. (laughs) See ya. Bye.